0: Hello Apps here from Dimp Digital, welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the games that you can play today and react to the latest news from the wonderful world of video games. We're here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and YouTube, absolutely free. This week, I'm joined once again, making his return to the show by our resident
1: referee, it's Logan. How's it going? Yeah, not bad. I'm getting used to that title, you know, Resident Ref. Yes. There's something, something I quite like about it. Good. Well, you might win something this year, because the uh,
0: the Fantasy Gaming League, the Grand Prix that you're entered in, is very close. I've done a little forecast earlier, and uh, was it you that came out on top? I can't remember who it was now. If everything yeah, I think to by uh,
1: three or four points or something ridiculous. Yeah,
0: that, and that was only a forecast, but it's very, very tight. Um, I encourage those that are interested in seeing how it's going to head over to dimpdigital.com. And then find in the Fantasy Gaming League tab, and you'll see a little update of that. But it's very close this year, which is good. Keeps people on their toes, excited. Transfer windows closing in a matter of days. So people are scrambling. We've had late delays to things like Battlefield, which has made Logan's arsehole a bit twitchy because that's one of his. Still you don't want that being knocked out to next year, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely be reporting on how that finishes up, but it's it's going to be a, a cracker heading into the final quarter of the year. So you're back again. now. I am. People have been saying, right, he only comes on when it's Assassin's Creed. And I was like, well, that's fair enough. No one else is playing it out of the dimplot. Atkins has played the main game, but he gave up on the DLC, which, as we discussed at length, given how long that game is, that's probably a fair thing to do, to walk away from it. But... Today, I feel like we've got you to talk about some things that you're a specialist in. Not that you're a a rookie when it comes to the Creed games, but when we're talking multiplayer, when we're talking competitive shooters, in the DIMP ranks, you're up there, one of the top boys. So we've got a little bit of chat and impressions coming out of that camp, which we don't often do. So I'm actually, for once, excited to talk about this. Normally, it's just like, well, what can I get Adkins to talk about? And then... Make sure he doesn't blow it. But this is a this is some new ground for me. But let's just kick things off because we always run out of time, and these these opening bits get too long. Call of Duty Vanguard beta. Yep. You've been yep. involved in the beta, so yeah. before we get involved with Vanguard specifically, I want a quick not his not full history lesson, but perhaps in the last two, three, four years, two, three years. What mm. your relationship has been with Call of Duty? Because we we cycle back to the very beginning of Dimp Digital when you was you know writing amongst it, then starting to tire. Actually, I actually listened to one of the classic episodes, and you could tell there the interest was waning. But we're now mm. what six years removed from that. Is is it still going strong? Have you been dipping in and out? Has, has things changed when it comes to your your playing habits and Call of Duty?
1: Yeah. Uh, Yes and no, I think is the answer in a weird kind of way. So, I guess, you know, I played a lot on the the rebooted Modern Warfare. I think, you know, naturally always was going to enjoy that and played that a hell of a lot. I was a little bit late to the Warzone party um, because I was sort of a bit battle royales weren't really my thing should i say i was a bit sort of like mm, i don't know and obviously none of the other boys were really that into the battle royale element of it so i was a bit f- not fussed about it. and it was actually my my little brother that was playing it at the, right you know when we went into that lockdown stage and he wasn't really doing a lot so i started playing with him and his mates and i was like mm, this seems all right and then obviously everyone else started picking it up yeah um yeah got into into the war zone hype pretty much you know playing that towards the end of last year and then they pretty much in my opinion broke that game with some of the <laughs> the meta changes and the introduction of um the black ops guns so i I right. kind of stopped that then but I bought black ops um right okay four, and I played a little bit of it. I sort of started the campaign and I was like mm. but really being truthful, I only bought that because it was like, what else am I going to do in lockdown yeah, because I watched a lot of the game when it got released, and I was a bit non-fussed by it. It looked a bit, a bit shit. Is the way I don't really like the graphics that Treyarch use, and and the way that they their, their art style isn't for me. I prefer the Activision one. Mm. Um, and before that, I'd also played Sledgehammer's version of World War II as well. But yeah. again, I was I didn't really think too much of it. I wasn't enjoying it, so I didn't play it that much. And also got that on PS Four, right. Um, so I've, I've played a little bit, dipped in and out, played a lot of Modern Warfare, not so much of, of Black Ops. Um, yeah, naturally for me, I've always been a bit of a fan of the World War Two genre. It, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, from my dipping in and out of Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5. Um, or even
0: going back to World at War.
1: And World at War. I played a fair bit of that game. I, I did enjoy it. I like the setting. Yeah. Um, But, you know even despite that world war two struggled to get me into it and that was done by sledgehammer and then lo and behold we've got sledgehammer doing another world war two game um so hopes not particularly high i think is the way to to phrase it and i think it's fair to say i'm a bit fatigued with call of duty i don't feel like they bring bring it on enough i don't really like this sort of trio of developers they've got that are jump in between it, releasing yearly games. Um, I don't like the way that they're chucking everything into Warzone and trying to reintegrate the new Call of Duty yeah. and stuff. So yeah. I've got a few complaints with it, but when they chuck out the chance for you to play the game, or at least the demo version of the game really for nothing and, and get a feel for it, it's still worth doing to think, mm, is this the sort of thing that I could pick up at some point and, and play or or not?
0: Yeah. Will this help ease any any pre- potential um, concerns? So we've got, as you rightly mentioned, Sledgehammer smashing this one out. They are being assisted by Treyarch, High Moon Studios, Beanox and Raven Software, according to Wikipedia. Um, you could look at that one or two ways. One, it's good they're getting the up two, have they blown it? But yeah, it's... Um, it's strange, isn't it? Because obviously the yearly release for Call of Duty, and there are the trio of of developers: Infinity Ward, Sledgehammer, and, and Treyarch. And I, it's it's funny listening to people who are, you know, experienced with the the franchise who say, "Yeah, I don't like so and so's games," even though to me it's like a complete rookie outside. I'm like, it's fucking COD. But yeah. you guys can pick up on what feels like a sledgehammer game, what feels like a, a Treyarch game, what feels like a, an Infinity War game, and obviously Infinity War used to be the daddies before a load of them left to respawn and gave us Titanfall. But I always mm. find
1: that aspect of it quite interesting. You can tell, like, there's you can definitely tell, like, the, the, the Modern Warfare's graphics and the way the game looks is far superior to anything, in my opinion, that Sledgehammer or or Treyarch. Chuck out. It just for some reason to me is. Um but I think the lines are becoming less blurred because of the Warzone piece. You just mentioned there, Raven who do Warzone yeah. are, are are still involved in doing this game because obviously they've got to pour it all over. So I think sure. the lines are becoming less blurred between them. Um but I just don't I, I mean I've felt for a long time anyway that these yearly release games are not are not adding much nowadays and I think with this one, especially because, I mean, you could argue a little bit with with Black Ops before it, but, you know, they should be really developing this one for the new gen of consoles. So Mm. it's like when I boot that up, I expect to go, wow, like this, there's something different about this, which jumps out at me as a next-gen game, a next-gen multiplayer. And, you know, I I could ease without getting too much into it, it just doesn't do that. You you pick it up and it's like, what? What have you been? What what are we working on? Like, largely (laughs) the mechanics are the same. Everything is pretty much the same. I think my biggest complaint with a lot of Call of Duties now is they just feel like reskins. And uh, obviously, with World War Two, it's always the same weapons that are there: the bar, the MP40, the Thompson, the Enfield, the Car 98. Like the weapon choice is just there. It's like, what are we? What are we adding here then? Um, yeah, and I guess that's probably where I could get into some of the little differences that that, that they're, they're looking at introducing with uh, with Vanguard.
0: Yeah, so I mean, let's dive into this particular beta, and we, <coughs> we may cycle back round to cod as we talk about some of the other franchises that are dropping FPSs this year. Because it's going to be a busy time for those in that mm. in that crowd. Mm. Um, how much do you think you've you've played? Um, what do you what have you been playing on? And, yeah, that's pretty much it. What, those two questions is that you've spent a lot of time. Has it been on the Xbox? Like, it ain't going to be on that laptop. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: See, so yeah, I think I've probably, it's probably fair to say probably five to six hours maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more on it. Um, See, so yeah, I'm playing it on my Series X and with my Samsung G9 TV yeah. um, or monitor. So I'm getting the full benefit of the 120 FPS um nice so yeah i mean i guess the the the, the, the fps piece is nice um you yep. definitely notice that that's nice to have that enabled um but the game gives you four maps um yep. that are on the cycle uh, and you can play a variety of modes so they've given you a fair okay. few you can play team deathmatch, the domination capture the flag all the all the modes are there i mean i have to be honest i sat in um in Team Deathmatch when I was playing it because I was like, I can't be dealing with the other modes. Nowadays, when I jump on, I usually just jump on for for, for some Team Deathmatch games anyway. I don't do any of the other two. It's too much going on for me. Don't jump in free-for-all. No, that's, <laughs> I've never done that anyway. Um, I quite, I'd quite like at some point to go back to Search and Destroyer. That's kind of a mm. bit more tactical. Um, Headquarters, yeah, that, that was my one. Yeah, they've yeah, been there. Was or is that one. still... No, there's a couple of varieties of that. I can't think what the other variety is called now, but there's a slightly changed variety that was on um, on Modern Warfare, and it's yeah. hard point. That's it, where you have to capture it and stay on it to keep it. It's a right. slightly varied version of it. Headquarters. Um, but yeah, so there's all the standard game modes. Now the slight difference with this with, with Vanguard is that. Dependent on the size of the map, you can have up to 24 versus 24 players doing Team Deathmatch, and they call it different pacing. So some oh. of the games will be a lot lower yeah, yeah. with six players up to eight to ten. Um, some, Depending on the size of the map, it changes... And you can I think you can select what pace you want to play at as well if you wanted to, but I just left that as all of them. Just stick me in one. Um, so yeah, like the bigger like map... It's like got, a
0: matchmaking option. You as a player, say... yeah. I don't fancy like a hectic one I could choose a slower pace and it'll put you in yeah. in, in theory it'll put you in the game mode and a map that will suit that yeah. rather than you yeah, know that'll be the priority basically
1: so all those four maps yeah. custom to playing at all I think there's three or four different paces they call it um so that Football starts mode, at the lowest the like me yeah a <laughs> lowest of 6v6 six six up to on the bigger maps 24v24 yeah. um so that's an interesting variation because one minute you'll be playing that map eight v eight and it will be a lot slower. Then yeah. the next, you know, two rounds time, you could be playing it on twenty four and twenty four, and it's just manic. Um, <laughs> I quite, I quite like the fact that they've added that because it varies how the map plays yeah. and where you'll see people encounter people. So that's quite a nice little variation I think they've added from the bog standards. You know, six v six. Yeah. Um. But sometimes when you play it, like you can tell, the number of players is too many for that map. Yeah, right? like and it just it it just gets out of hand, and you think this is just unplayable as a game mode. It's just like out of hand. But that's quite cool. And they've also introduced something called Champion Champion Hill, um, which is kind of a two v two. I think that when they originally released it, it was a two v two tournament style game mode where you play, you start, and you somehow earn cash. Which then allows you to buy weapons and things, which is quite an interesting like little tournament mode. And then, dependent on how you do, you get knocked out at certain rounds. Mm. Um, so I didn't play that, but I watched a couple of streamers doing it, and they seem to all enjoy it. I don't know if it's something that I'd particularly get involved in, um, but it's a nice little new game mode and way of playing Call of Duty. I think
0: mm. that sounds like something you want to play with someone your voice with, like a party. If it's a two V oh, yeah, two. Like you don't want to be playing with Bill up the road who you've not you don't speak to or just some randomer uh, from across the
1: pond. That'll be just a, a disaster. So they did have similar modes in Modern Warfare and I think they added it into the playlist of Black Ops four. Um but they had a similar kind of two V two small map round based um game mode, which was quite cool. I can't think what it's called. Gunfight, I think.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing that actually and thinking that's that's like for proper pros.
1: Well, me, me and Hall did it a few, a fair bit when it when it came out initially. Yeah, proper
0: pros, not rookies like me squabbling around hey, there.
1: I wouldn't worry about that. I mean, it's, it, I wouldn't say it's for pros or anything like that. It's just an interesting different way of playing. Where it's smaller, sort of, you know, games, it's smaller maps. It's sometimes I think you could have random weapons as well. I think it was on random weapons, so that changes every round. It's just an interesting way of playing. So it's kind of an evolution of that into sort of another kind of tournament-based game mode. Um will be interesting to see how that develops and whether it becomes something sort of more professional sort of, that they do with streamer tournaments and things like that. Mm. Um, but I thought those were kind of two nice little additions in ways to vary the gameplay up. Um, what's,
0: what's your favourite pace out of question? Cause it sounds like it's not the fastest pace yeah. one because they slam too many people in. Is it a mixture between yeah. the lowest and the medium one?
1: See, honestly, it depends on the map. So right. on the 24 versus 24 one, it's quite a big map with a lot of sight lines for sniping and things, which is nice. And I think one of my biggest complaints about Call of Duty's of late is that he's found it seems to have always favoured aggressive up-close play. Get the missing G's really...
0: out and fucking butter them up and be done with them.
1: Yeah, like you, you watch a lot of the streamers that still stream and produce content on Modern Warfare, and they're literally like running shotguns. And it's just everything's like fast running at people, like one blast shotguns. And I never felt like it was really playing to more long range or sniped weapons. It was, And that was my biggest complaint. So it's nice to see the maps cater in places for you to play a bit more a bit differently i think yeah um but obviously as the game develops and people get used to the guns and the gun balancing changes i'm sure that will change as well um but yeah i think largely sort of somewhere in the middle some of the maps are the answer is it depends on the map so on the smaller maps it just plays better with less people it's less frantic and it's a bit more tactical on the bigger maps i think you know somewhere near Sort of, I think the it's eighteen versus eighteen on that big map where there's snipers is like yeah. a nice number. Yeah. Um, but I suspect they'll probably refine the numbers a little bit based on on feedback. Um, but yeah, it's just a nice little way of varying up the the map, the sight lines, and the amount of people you play if you want a, you know, a quicker game.
0: Which is sounding quite positive to start with. But I, I suspect somewhere amongst all this positivity <laughs> in, in options, there's going to be issues that you've got. So. What yeah. what is it about Vanguard that perhaps isn't isn't tickling your bollocks and making you think, well, this is going to be a banker when it releases in a, in a month or so?
1: Yeah. So just quickly before I get into the negatives, cool. I don't want it to sound like I'm absolutely kicking it, but Kick that's it, what we do. I I do have to say I like the way the maps play. I've enjoyed the maps, um, and the gun play largely feels pretty good and i think that's oh, aided man. by the by the frame rate i think that's that's nice um so i don't mind either of those two things now i guess when we get into the negatives this is purely you know my perception i don't fact i'm starting yeah i mean i'm starting to feel like the color palette of world war Two is isn't isn't that engaging i think it's just very um bland <laughs> Like the guns are are a bit bland. Like there's no, you know, we've played Call of Duty now for years with all these skins and bright colors and all this sort of stuff, different, you know, character skins going on. I'm sure they're going to add all that, Mm. Um, but it's not there in the beta. So you've got this sort of bland kind of color palette, if you like, of map that you've got. And then coupled with the blands, it just feels just a bit boring. It mm. it looks dull is how I describe it, um and you know maybe that's a bit unfair to say because it's you know war's not bright and exciting it is you know <coughs> it is what it out, is. Isn't it? But yeah, just when you're playing it, it's just kind of even when the maps change it's just kind of all a bit dull. I yeah. guess is the way I describe it. Um, what else? So Winter's
0: closing, you don't want to be playing Dole Toot whilst it's dark out there, and you're like, right, I have seen Light of Day, I'll put this on and, and then yeah. comes out.
1: Yeah, so it's, you know, it's it's a bit unengaging to play. Um, the one thing I was talking to, to Tim about, because he's been playing it a bit as well, and sometimes you feel like, when, I said the gun plays nice, and largely it is, I like the way it feels, but sometimes when you're shooting the guns, it's just like, there's like smoke coming off the guns, it's like, <laughs> there's like effects it's a bit too much too many visual effects on the gun you just kind of feel like sometimes when you're aiming at people it's a bit like hit and hope with the way the recoil works and stuff you can't really see too much of what you're shooting at Mm -hmm. um and part of that's down to the environmental stuff as well like sometimes in some of the buildings there's one map called hotel and you're just when you go inside it there's just stuff everywhere like it's just like your eyes are just like, what's all this? And then you're trying to spot people's heads. You're trying to do that through an iron sight and a gun that's bouncing around everywhere with smoke and bullets and stuff. It's just, it's just a bit chaotic. And it, I haven't really felt like that when I've played a Call of Duty game before where I'm mm. sort of just like, it's almost like I might as well close my eyes and hope for the best. <laughs> um, so hopefully they tone all that stuff down. Um, it feels a bit unathletic as well, I guess, is how I'd, how I'd describe it. So a lot of the guns feel a bit too bulky and you don't really move. You, you don't really have the, the movement that you'd like a lot of the time. You feel slow and sluggish. Well, um, there
0: weren't athletes back in the day. They say the game of football's changed with all these athletes coming in, clean eating. Same with the soldiers, mate. And they're eating <laughs> big beans back there and having a few pints.
1: <laughs> there, there is that argument. This <laughs> could perhaps be considered realistic, but... Yeah, I don't know, it just felt a little bit sluggish at times to play and it's always the same, like they give you attachments for weapons that improve weapon handling and stuff like that. So that might be something to do with it, but yeah, it just it just didn't um just didn't feel that great. Um the the, the weapon modification piece as well really bothered me. So you can have it's like I think there's like up to like fifteen weapon slots. But there's so many weapon customizations, it just seems ludicrous for the t- like it's like overwhelming, um, and it takes you so long to level up and unlock bits for the gun. It feels like unless they change that, you're really going to have to grind to unlock weapons, yeah. and that isn't ideal. Um, so yeah, there's there's a few, a fair few bits that are niggling away at me, but. Really, that what it boils down to is there's not a lot new. Like, there's not a whole load of change, like raft of changes, which isn't necessarily the worst thing because arguably Call of Duty continues to be extremely successful. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just don't know. I mean, Pete hates it. Uh, no one I've spoke to has <laughs> has said, "Do you know what this feels like? A good game that I'm willing to go back away from Warzone for no, to wait. play multiplayer." Yeah. That is always um,
0: that is always one of my questions that we'll we'll get to, but um, it's funny though, isn't it? Because like again, outsider's view, I'm like, yeah, cod's the same every year, and then it's like, well, no, it's you know they've been doing this for three years, it will have its own take on it, but like you're suggesting here, it does it even even though it's been sitting there for two and a half years, so I mean, it'll be three years by the time it comes out, mm. it still will struggle to set itself apart from last year's entry. And maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe it is because more than ever now they've got this through line of Warzone that needs to be catered for. I'm assuming there's going to be crossover of Vanguard and Warzone. It would seem. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah they've
1: already they've already announced it. They've already done an, a, an event for it That's and right. everything. So yeah, inevitably. And I think they're going to be releasing a new map for it as well. Um, okay. So the new map for it will coincide with releasing the Vanguard weapons, no doubt, and things like that. But it will be interesting to see how they phase, you know, what do they do with Black Ops then? Does that just die? Do they keep Modern Warfare guns in there? You know, and then all of a sudden you've got three games with weapons in there and stuff. It's, there's a lot of questions there. I don't really understand how, they, how they're going to um, resolve it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, personally, I think they should have kept Warzone separate. It was part yeah. of Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, it's still extremely popular continue to evolve that I don't see why the latest release well I do see why the latest release has to be involved but yeah. um they're gonna find it difficult or it I think the biggest problem is is rather than just creating a game on its own they're now trying to create a game whilst also at the back trying to loop the story and then make it connected with warzone yeah and and um, my mind is always on the basis you know do they now see warzone as the the main money maker really is and that that the these Intel? games now? Yeah, and then the games now fit into Warzone as opposed to the other way around.
0: They're like spin-offs of Warzone rather than their own entities and whatnot. Like I can't remember which one it was called, but there was a the, the Call of Duty that went up into space with Jon Snow and Conor McGregor. I can't remember which one. I think Lewis Hammond <laughs> might have been in that one. Um, Infinite War was it? I think it might have been. Called yeah, that. yeah,
1: Infinite Warfare. But like, could
0: they even do something like that with the war zone anchor there? Because it just feels so far away. I suppose the weapons and whatnot could could transfer over, but.
1: I think it was it was either Advanced Warfare or Infinite Warfare. I can't remember which one it was. I don't think I even had Infinite. I definitely no. had Advanced Warfare, and I hated that game. That was I, all I shun- like
0: the wall running and stuff. Was that that?
1: Yeah. yeah, they were trying to jump off the hype of of Titanfall with that. I think <laughs> with the with the manoeuvrability of it and everything, and it just didn't it just didn't resonate. It was too frantic and. It just wasn't. It just wasn't a Call of Duty game at that point. But no. then there's me sitting here going, "It ain't moving forward. They ain't doing anything different." And then when they do do something different, I go, "Oh shit! It's not Call of Duty." So it's a difficult one. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in, in they've tried to do a few things. So in Vanguard, for example, there's a blind fire mode that comes up now. It's behind when you're behind cover at points, you can blind fire. Hmm. But I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen it to be better to do that than just poke oh, me head up or try and, and try and get the edge like, <laughs> yeah like you everyone seems to be backing themselves for that hmm. um and one last thing before i forget yep there's something that continues to be a problem for call of duty and that is hackers um oh, yeah. I've been in multiple lobbies where they're still struggling and I've just been getting, it's just headshots galore. And you literally look at them and it's like, this is blatant cheating because they don't care because it's a a beta. It can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd literally, earlier on today, I was just playing a few games um, after work. And yeah, I I literally, you see it in the kill feed and it's like headshot, 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 headshot. And I'm thinking, that looks weird. And then you want, you get killed by one, you see the the kill cam, and it's like, that's just the most blatant... Like, he's literally seen me through a wall, right. run round, and just popped straight onto the head. Wow. So they've got that issue now to deal with. It's mad, isn't it? It's, um,
0: it's crazy that people can do... Is it? Do you know if it's like, is it cross-platform enabled on the beta? Like, are you playing against yeah. PC, PlayStation, and Xbox folk? And I guess across two generations as well, potentially, because you'll have the PS4s, the Xbox Ones... PS5, Series X, and then Master Race sitting there on their throne with their 400
1: FPS
0: yeah. going, come on then.
1: I don't Ooh. know. I presume you can turn off crossplay. play Yeah, you usually can. I, I didn't check in the settings. You can definitely do it on, on Modern Warfare and Black Ops if you want to. So I imagine yeah. if it's not there in the beta, it will be there at live. But mm. it's just... I feel sorry for the PC, Paul. Not really, but a little bit, in that <laughs> they don't have a choice. Like. Mm. You are just that's where all the hackers are gonna be yeah. and that's the problem you get. But I think you know, even when there's some like content creators that I follow that still produce modern warfare content and they still come across hackers in in that game. Yeah. Um and it's just it's just rife in Call of Duty. And that's the problem Warzone's got. That's yeah. why a lot of people have stopped playing it. One of the reasons I've stopped playing it is because you spend forty minutes trying to get to the final circle to get done by a cheater. It's just not it's not satisfying, but to see people doing it in a in a in a beta is worrying. Yeah, a little bit. It's not a
0: good advert, is it? Like, hopefully they maybe the reason they're getting in is so they can analyse how they're doing it and perhaps put up defenses. I wondered but, that, but yeah. you, you don't know, do you? I mean, you're always at the mercy of these people. They'll find a way in if they want to. It's just how whether they can be bothered and how popular the game is. If they want to hack it; they'll get in eventually. That's the way it's kind of, kind of always been. Always been. Um, so where are we on the? If we're doing a temperature check for Vanguard, in terms mm. of like likeliness that you would take the plunge, come was it November? I think they're, they're releasing mm. that. Is it? Yeah. Has, has it got a chance, or have they sort of dropped the ball a little bit here? And actually, it's going to be wait and see approach. Because if Warzone's is not getting played, <laughs> yeah. there's no reason to be getting this. It, it really like. If you're not playing that, then even as a supplement, just to get the guns or the progress or whatever you get for doing that, I don't, I don't quite understand mm. it myself. That's uh that might not even be a reason to get it either.
1: Yeah, so I know like the other boys played Black Ops literally only to level weapons up um, because you can just go into multiplayer and grinds to get the attachments, and that um,
0: carry over to Warzone, would it?
1: Yeah, and yeah. that carries into Warzone. So the two, the two games would be and will be linked. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I won't be pre-ordering it. I think because I know that there's Battlefield lurking, there's Halo lurking, um, and knowing that I can play Warzone for free anyway, it's kind of like I'm I'm not that fast. I haven't really been playing a lot of multiplayer. I played a a bit on Black Ops, but mainly just playing Nuketown, which is an original, I think, well, it might be a Black Ops 2 map. Yeah, yeah. so I wasn't even really playing the new content that they had out on Black Ops. Um so yeah, I'm not I, I I wouldn't say. I think I've reasonably enjoyed playing Vanguard if just looking at something different. Yeah. <laughs> and sort of playing a different game with some different weapons and you know, it's got a different engine and stuff. So it's it's interesting to play it and I've enjoyed playing the beta. It's got some problems. Um I don't anticipate I'll be, you know, day 1 downloading that game um you know i I, i've been more tempted by battlefield and halo than i have been by call of duty yeah um so yeah we'll we'll wait and see um see what you know i I quite often just wait for a bit see what those content creators are chucking out see what they're thinking they're enjoying it and it looks good then i might decide to to get it but not not at the moment no
0: how Strange thing to ask because it's always at least top one or two, worst case scenario three, top selling game Mm. of the year. But I mean, how relevant is the mainline Call of Duty nowadays that we have Warzone sitting there for anyone to just pick up and play? You don't even need Xbox Gold to play it. I think there's a mobile Mm. version on there, like, there's no barrier is just completely removed. And if you want to jump in and not worry too much about progression, you, I could do that tonight and play, and then walk away from it and get like a Call of Duty fix. Like, what's the the relevance of these mainline ones now? Because it's not the campaign, is it? It never has been. I mean, for me, I'd, no. I'd play through those, but they're you know they are what they are. They're just a you know short experience. So with with the juggernaut and with free to play being like very very highly utilised amongst all sorts of franchises, and we'll get to another one later that's utilising it. <laughs> What are mm. we doing with these main lines paying out fifty quid a year for should we be
1: bothering? Well this this is a difficult and I guess this is probably what what they're looking at. I mean, I suspect there's still a large player base that enjoys and prefers competitive multiplayer. And yes. I can understand that. And I think, you know, on the balance of the two, I still prefer competitive multiplayer over Battle Royale. But there's also right. a large people who don't, which I can understand as well. Um I think I'm surprised at the way they're still packaging it with a campaign and a backstory and a multiplayer. Yeah. I feel like in a lot of ways that's a bit outdated. It's, it's specifically for Call of Duty, anyway. You know, I feel bad because they go to all that effort of producing a campaign and putting time into building a storyline and things like that, and building out characters. And I probably ninety percent of people just play for it <laughs> just for the sake of it at some point, <laughs> you know, if at all. Yeah. Um, I, I I think there's still a desire there for for competitive multiplayer, but right. I'm I'm surprised they still package it as this yearly game comprising of both. It it it's it doesn't add up to me.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's obviously disrupt. Well, Fortnite came along with PUBG, then mm. Fortnite came along and disrupted things properly with how successful yeah. they got, being free to play battle royale. And then we've we've seen mm. firms try it. Apex had a go at it with like a. You know we've respawned doing that. They they they're still going. Um, and Warzone had a go at it, and they after they really to be honest, what was it called? Was it called Blackout? Their first go at it. Um, yeah. That fell by the wayside after a year, and then they hit with Warzone. They seem to have got some traction there. Did you ever play Blackout?
1: I didn't. No.
0: Because um, that one you had to have the game. You had to whatever year's game that was. It was bundled with that. And I think that's yeah. what they learnt was if you want if you want to make this work, you've got Fortnite giving it away. So we're gonna to have to give it away and monetize it with, you know, the the usual suspects that we get in free to play.
1: Yeah, they changed they changed it. I think one of the reasons it blackout died out is because they just didn't listen to the community. I know Doctor Disrespect, for example, as well, was extremely vocal. I mean he's been playing Battle Royales, you know, ever since they started coming out. Um and he his biggest frustration throughout the whole thing was just not listening to the community for changes. Mm. Um and uh, obviously, as new and shiny things come out, if you're fed up with what's out there already, um, then it's natural that that people will move elsewhere and play other stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think it seems like Warzone's there to stay, which is which is yeah. fine. Yeah, they're they're still ignoring the community, but it sounds a bit a large majority of the time, um, which is interesting. <laughs> but they're sitting there making bundles of cash, so you know who can be criticised. No, I see it.
0: It's uh, it's strange to see that transition for sure. So, you mentioned that we've got Halo and and Battlefield coming out this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's start with with Battlefield, just because I know that historically, I feel like you've always enjoyed Battlefield. They don't come out every year, so you get them, what, every two, three years. And then we had the Battlefront games getting in the way that people either liked or didn't like. But (laughs) we've got Battlefield 2042. 19th of November release date at present they have decided to bin off the campaign so you know almost like what you were talking about earlier with why Call of Duty still putting the effort in for that yada yada mm. yada EA have gone yeah don't bother with that just get the multiplayer working it obviously has been delayed at least once already so that's a little bit sometimes mm-hmm. concerning but as we say make sure it's ready and it was only by a month or so what's the what's the temperature check here because it's a for all intents and purposes, it's a modern warfare equivalent. Like it's twenty forty two, but you know we're not going to be flying around in in hovering cars and shit. It's going to be reasonably yeah. grounded with a few gadgets. It looks like to me. What are we what we're we looking at here from yeah. your perspective?
1: Yeah, I've seen um, some of the some of the gameplay footage they've released, and uh, it looks it looks interesting. I mean, I always feel like. Battlefield doesn't, for some reason, play or appeal that well to the casuals. For some reason, mm. and I, I, I hate using that term, but it's it's kind of true. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is about it, but people just are never usually drawn to it. They just go to the standard Call of Duty games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it, you know, the maps look good. I always like the way Battlefield plays. I don't know, I don't know whether it kind of harks back to you know I wasn't always a console gamer I played a fair few PC games you know when I was a lot younger and I played a fair bit of, of Battlefield those large scale games on on my dad's PC when I was a young boy mm. and um I think I've always preferred that like getting in vehicles and doing all that stuff yeah. I feel like it caters better to um different styles of gameplay and those larger scale battles I just yeah. I just think that is I just enjoy it. Um, And I played a fair bit of Battlefield 4 with with Hall. We we enjoyed that. Obviously, I've jumped into Battlefield 5 a fair bit. Um, Did Battlefield 1. I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, I think I'll definitely get it. I don't see myself not getting it. I don't. You know, I think what got in my way for Battlefield Five was Modern Warfare. I think those two come out in the same year, so right. I was instantly drawn to Modern Warfare over over Battlefield Five. But I really enjoyed Battlefield One. I thought it was a great, you know, World War One game. Um, yeah, so I think it looks good. I like the the way that they've structured. I, I don't know what they're called, heroes, but characters, as you say, with the different specialities and the yeah. gadgets they've got, yeah. look quite cool. Um, and they've already had to change one. So one of them, I think, had a healing gun where you could oh. shoot someone from dif- distance and heal them from distance. Yeah. And I think throughout playtesting, they realized that was just super OP that you could just have one of the characters like just behind a load of people just shooting people from distance and reviving oh, yeah. them and healing them. It was just ridiculous. They've slightly changed that to be you have to be up close and personal to do it now. Um but yeah, they've, I think going back to suiting different styles of gameplay, I think that's what Battlefield's always done well. It's like if you want to be an engineer, you get the perks of doing that. If you want to be a medic, assault, you know. I think that's what I like about it, is that you can just change up your gameplay. Yeah. Um, and that's... I played Battlefield Five rel- relatively recently as well. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just a great game. The maps are always good. I, I really enjoy it. So... Yeah, hopefully this one doesn't let me down and and come out later than anticipated. No, it'd be a
0: double disaster for you because, like we mentioned, <laughs> yeah. it's in that fantasy gaming league, and you'd have the heartbreak mm. of not playing it this year. So that's yeah. so that's sounding like a little bit more of a positive direction. Um, and obviously we've got Halo Infinite, which is dropping mm. this year. That's late in the day, December. What is it, eighth? Yeah, December eighth. Um, I wasn't sure it was going to make this year, but it seems like someone said just make sure it comes out this year. We make just, it happen. Make it happen. Like December's never a year, never a month you're going to be picking. Like you just, uh, unfortunately, that's what mm. what can happen. Um, where are we sitting out on this one? Because you know there's a some big changes happening. In fact, the the, the multiplayer. Although it's releasing in the same day, they're doing the multiplayer and the campaign is released on the same day. The multiplayer component of Infinite will be free to play, so you ain't even got to you ain't got to dabble with the campaign if you don't want to. So if it's far away to you normally, you can just bin it, jump straight mm-hmm. in, and you've you signed up yourself to the the in flight tests, which I think are ending as this airs. Uh, by the time the timing done. So maybe we'll have you back shortly to talk about that if you got to got any play time in. But I sent you off on a little research about the the challenges and the progression battle passes because I don't know what they're saying. I hear people aren't overly thrilled with the idea that progression is tied to, exclusively tied to challenges within the battle pass, so not just game for game XP, which my understanding is in most games you have that option and, you know, the challenges subsidize that, but during your 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 days off on, on on researching how this is structured, and we haven't got any hands on impressions just yet. How are you? What are they playing at
1: here? Yeah, I don't. I genuinely don't understand the reason for doing it. Like mm. from a from a purely gameplay perspective, there is something satisfying about going. I killed that person. You know, you are not you are not thinking it specifically, but you know, if you get ten kills in that game. You might get 100 XP for each, you get 1,000 XP in the bag. Yeah. Like Everything you do in a first-person shooter contributes to your progression, whatever that is, whether it's leveling a gun up, getting attachments, leveling battle pass, whatever it is, you're, you know that that's doing something. To theoretically know that you could go into a game, play a game for 15 minutes, get 40 kills, have an amazing game, and it not contribute to anything really if you don't have any specific challenges for that seems really peculiar i don't i don't understand from a purely multiplayer perspective how that is a beneficial change i mean obviously it was really it was fortnite that introduced this whole battle pass yeah thing phenomena and they had huge success with it so naturally everyone's gonna go we want a piece of that pie and use that model which it, is fine I, it used to annoy me though
0: because you jump in a game and then silly bastards that had the battle pass would be like oh, i've just got to go and mine this tree i'm like fucking yeah. play the game here we're trying to win as a squad he's like yeah but for the battle pass i need to do this and i was yeah, like and I, why aren't these I, aligned towards winning the fucking match first
1: yeah there was there was a load especially in fortnite where it'd be like, go and collect this at a certain point, or Mm. go and dance on a building. So everyone
0: would go there, and there'd be a fucking ruckus for nothing. Yeah,
1: and you'd think, I don't even want this hassle, I just want to go and dance on this building. (laughs) right? And that was my big frustration with the Battle Pass, was that it's like, okay, you're making the challenge easy for me to achieve, but to your point, it's not forming part of the core gameplay of of fortnight so if it uh, some of the challenges were like landing you know greasy grove fine like yeah. i can do that uh, yeah. that is part of why i'm doing it although it's changing what i'm doing it's you know and i think it's kind of good because it gets people to visit different areas of the map and yeah. it you know it, it it mixes things up so it's fine from that perspective but to your point you know if the challenges and by reading what they said in that article from some of the research it does look like they're going to make them at least on the earlier stages of, of the challenges, of the weekly challenges, easy to do. So it'll be like play a game, yeah. or it'll be, yeah. which is, you know, which is fine. But it's when it starts getting to pick up a sniper and get 20 headshots. Yeah. It's like, well, then you've got to go out your way to pick up the sniper, which everyone or a large majority of other players are going to be also going for in the game. Yeah. And then you've once you've got it, you've got to try and get headshots. And trust me, it's the most frustrating thing in the world when you're trying to do a challenge. And you can't do it. Um, So I think that is my concern, is that it forces you, you know, because even when there's a battle pass and the challenges, you can ignore the challenges if you think, I can't be asked to do that, or that sounds like that's not what I want to do today. You can still jump on, play some games, and get rewarded for it and make progress. Um, Whereas in in Halo, you won't be able to do that. You're literally, if you don't do the challenges and you want to move up the battle pass... you you, you can't you know that's that's the simple fact of it um and it's just concerning to me that they're saying there's no other way of doing it but if you don't like the challenges you can buy some skip tokens in our in our store and you can swap out the challenges for something you would prefer yeah that to me sounds like you know if they're giving away a game for nothing they have to figure out a way to make their money back and that's the way they're going to do it um personally you know, if you're gonna give it away for nothing, fine, give me a battle pass. I've said to you before that I think the Fortnite battle pass, um, the maybe even the Rocket League battle pass might do it, I can't remember. Hmm. And the Call of Duty battle passes all give you enough credits through the battle pass, then by the next seasons. So yes. you're not committed to paying eight, twelve, whatever it is, pound every month or how often it is, every two months it resets. You put the so, work
0: in, you can you get the rewards. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you don't, for whatever reason, then you have to buy again. Fine. Yeah. Like, at least you, you know that if you're going to play it regularly, you won't then have to keep on buying that pass every season, which I like. How are they making um, money
0: then? Why aren't people just doing that? What are people cosmetics. paying?
1: So this, uh, is, yeah. this, this is what they chuck out. So there's an item store and obviously Fortnite did it really well with the dances, the skins and everything and they literally charge you through the nose. They had all the fucking um,
0: characters from films and Marvel,
1: yeah. Yeah, it was all there too. <clears throat> so, you know, that's there. Look at Valorant, I think I spoke to Haw about Valorant and, and mm. Lapa, and some of the skins in that I've heard are just um, out of this world expensive, like more expensive than buying a game for yeah. buying a skin. Um, you know, and that's their prerogative, right? It's there if you want it. Valorant you know, is disgusting.
0: Lepa just said in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah,
1: but it's one of those things where if you play it enough, you'll probably be inclined to pay the money because mm. you're sitting there doing it. But yeah, I just don't, I just don't like the idea of not being able to progress through that pass. And even if you can get enough credits to buy the next one, you're still bound to these shit challenges to be able to do it. And there's no two ways about it. Fortnite had it. Yeah. You know, every game, even Call of Duty at the moment, has got challenges weekly, daily ones. Yeah. Some of them are shit, like yeah. real pain in the ass to do. Mm-hmm. And that's my fear is that they, they go down a route where, I mean, I think in the article it said it they reckon it's about 16 to 18 hours yeah. for you to complete that weekly challenge tier. And I thought, the first thing I thought to myself was, I ain't going to do that in 16 to 18 hours. No. Like, if you if you do everything as you should do, I suspect that's how long it'd take. But realistically, it's going to probably take more than that. Yeah. And that's like three hours a night. So it's literally going to have to be the only game you play. If you want to tick it all pretty off. Pretty much if you want to tick it all off. So, yeah. It's I a think- tough
0: balance, isn't it? Because you want, you want it to be enough that people don't blow through it in one night. But also, it mm. needs to be achievable. So people think, like, it's worth me putting the time in for most of this week to do it. Like, yeah. It's, it's not easy to, to try and do that.
1: No, but I, you know, I don't know why, I don't know why they've erased almost or just gone all this stuff that we've been doing for twenty years or longer. Now nah, we won't do this XP, you know, just for playing. We'll just go challenges or nothing. <clears throat> I don't understand that. No one's ever thought that this XP during the game for kills, a waste. for for partaking, was a waste or wrong. Like yeah. it's it's been established, it's accepted that that's a good way of doing it. I don't really see how taking that away is is making it better for the gamer. No.
0: Well, so the some people are speculating that eventually that XP will come, but they just haven't got it ready for launch, or they don't want to put it in for launch, whether to try and monetize the fuck out of early doors or what. Mm. But the, the speculation is, and again, we don't know because they don't tell us these things, and it's just one of the devs posted a tweet saying there won't be any... You know, match to match XP at launch. That was the wording, so people were like, "Oh, yeah. maybe it's something they're playing later on down the line." So it could come later on, but if that's the that's case, that's weird, though,
1: isn't it? It's, that's just weird. It is weird. How can you How can you have a game that's ready to release and they go, "But we haven't added, you know, in-game match XP?" Well, they ain't adding that like co-op campaign
0: cool. to the campaign. That's gone. Forge is gone. So. Uh, The the pattern I'm seeing, if that's true, that the XP should be there and isn't, is that someone's gone, this is coming out, as we mentioned, December. Not ideal, really, but that's what it is. You get it out in 2021, hooker by crook. If you cut things, you cut things. And it's starting to feel a little bit like that. I could be completely wrong, but the fact the campaign's not going to have co-op campaign for the first time ever is a signal that at least that side of things... He's not ready, and perhaps even some of the multiplayer stuff they want to
1: do isn't ready to go as, yeah, yeah. as, as they would want it. I I the, I've been wondering. It's, it's every, What's I Phil never, doing? Well, I was
0: the Game was Pass revolution. This garbage is going on. It should be easy yeah. street, shouldn't it? It should be come out when it's ready because it don't fucking matter for the sales because we ain't going to sell fuck all anyway.
1: I think it's just one of those things where it's like. I mean, you've been there at work where they go. Yeah. Get it done. And you're like, well, you it's going to be work. shit. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to do it. I told you it'd be shit and you didn't care. Um, but I wonder, it's, it's all gone very quiet with the Battle Royale yeah. side. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yeah. somehow I wonder whether having challenges and doing this kind of stuff somehow is linked in with what they were doing for the Battle Royale, if the Battle Royale's there. I don't know if they've confirmed too much about it. I haven't read much. No one's really been talking about it lately. So it feels like it's... it's, it's... Feet up. Well, it's concerning, isn't it? The whole thing's a bit of a concern. Yeah.
0: Um, I still think still it'll be... It going,
1: oh. Well, the thing
0: is, the it, because even if it wasn't... The thing is, I don't know why they've made it free to play. It should have been if you got Game Pass, you get it. Like If that feels fucking logic on I don't want you want to sell games or Xbox, I want you to pay like Netflix a subscription. You chuck that. you chuck all of Halo behind that and say, Go on, ten a month. And most people will pay it. But the trouble is there's that whale, isn't there? If you hit a big free to play like Fortnite Warzone Apex where it's just sustains itself, you've got money Mm. coming in for years that you just put feet up on and chuck pretty light content out. Do like it's not Mm. like parts of Destiny where we've had poor Dave having a meltdown because they've fucking blown away or done feature creeps that he's not happy with, weapon creeping, and they have to like re-gut it and do it again. Like they could just, for low effort, make a lot of
1: money out of it. But I mean, from a pure gamer perspective, it ain't ideal. there's nothing... that. Well, it ain't ideal, but free-to-play games where the only cost is if you want to foot the bill for some cosmetics yeah. ain't a bad deal no, like no, on the not. face of it correct um if the game and- so if, if
0: the game's really fun to play like it's I've well, said. So i think it's going to be huge infinite if mm. it if it works at launch because another thing that 343 haven't had a great record with is their multiplayer stuff especially with the uh, master yeah. chief collection. that didn't work for about five years so if it works out of the gate like it the, the the feedback from hands on has all been positive like it plays great i just can't mm. see how people won't dive into this and just be like it's halo, halo. multiplayer yeah like uh,
1: yeah it's it's not going to be like broken it's not going to be awful everyone mm. knows what they're going to get from it um we hope it's not broken but it should it should be really big and i i can understand why Phil wants a piece of that pie I think that makes sense. Mm. You know, they're looking at the success of Fortnite, the success of Warzone, and they're thinking, we've got this really big IP here. Yeah, you look at 4 and 5 with. and
0: go, that weren't exactly a resounding success, so why not yeah, rip the book up and not? try something yeah. different?
1: So it makes sense in a lot of ways. I just think, the, the, and the, only, the for some reason, the big talking point appears to be around this multiplayer XP piece. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why they've got the focus over there, maybe because it takes off the focus of all the other shit they're not delivering and how late it is and yeah. various other things. But it's a weird way to say at launch. It's like, Were mm. you doing it or not? And they go, Well, we're not doing it at launch. You go, Well what does that mean? Why are you talking to me in riddles? Yeah. Um yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I mean you know, I think ultimately it looks like they're giving away a lot of cosmetic stuff. They're gonna do a lot of events. It yeah. looks like they've got a decent amount of content planned for it. Oh yeah. It's just a concern yeah. about how much you basically have to grind these challenges yeah and how achievable they can... are
0: without having to go play silly buggers and like basically throw the game so that you can get your, your challenges it depends how yeah. out there they are they make them I sensible mean, like I
1: think fine. they'll be sensible but I think they'll still be hard I think it's going to be a lot of these get headshots, shots use this gun hmm. play this game mode um get three headshots shots in a row yeah without uh-huh. Dying. Uh-huh. Uh, all that sort of kill streaks shit. Yeah, like all that sort of stuff. And it's just it's just going to be irritating when you get to that point and then you you play a whole game. You might even play three games where you tick off no challenges and get nothing for it. And I think mm-hmm. once people start doing that, I think we'll that's wait, when... you
0: like, I'm done for the night or the next night yeah. as well. you like, I'm done. It, uh,
1: even if you're not... But the good thing about XP in multiplayer is that even if you play generally a shit game... Paper can you... go on
0: that and earn something. And he's poor, yeah, like he can not even get a kill, he can't yeah. even shoot
1: straight. <laughs> well, whatever you do, whether you've had a good game or a bad game, whether you're tired, whether you want to play casual, you want to play more serious, you get something for it. Mm. I think that's the concern for me, is, is that you, you could arguably, in the later stages of it, play a lot of games and get very little, very little reward. And I just think, for why? Why, why change that scheme? but we'll have to wait and see. We will be eating my words.
0: One thing I wanted to mention actually, and just get your view on was around the way they're structuring their battle passes in that it typically battle pass in November comes along. They have a theme, you know, it's, it's Halo one. You know, we're gonna go back twenty years, Halo One theme, Master Chief, all that shit. You get all the cosmetics related to that game. December they have a destiny crossover, which is a rumour that might be happening mm. at some point in the you know, either at launch or later on. January, you get this. But but my understanding is in most battle passes, unless you're there during that month, you can't earn you can't go back three months and go, Oh, I'll, I'll play the Halo One stuff because it's a time to kind of mm. convey belt with infinite they're saying you could go back and you could purchase the Battle Pass from six months ago and earn, mm. if there's a particular cosmetic or reward or whatever you want from that one, you can go ahead and do that. What do you think of that? Because that feels like a bit of a, a nicer approach as opposed to saying, make sure you're here every month, otherwise you're going to miss out on this fucking quality item that we've got waiting for you.
1: Yeah, I I, I liked that. I thought that was a good addition because there's been some seasons when I played Fortnite and obviously when I've played Call of Duty that I've missed out on because I think oh, I'm done with it feet up now for a month and you go back and you, someone's got a gun or some camo and you think Ah oh, I like that. I wish <laughs> I had that. Um and there's no there's no way to go back and get it. It's like uh-huh. you had your chance. Unless it crops up in a pack or in the store and you have to remortgage your house to buy it. Yeah. Um <clears throat> you got no chance. Um so I th- yeah, I thought that was a nice little touch. They did say there are still going to be some limited time events, which is like, you you take, if you're there, you get it. If you're not, you don't, which is fair enough. But I think, yeah, for the battle pass content, it's good for, for, you know, it's good for us, the gamers, because if we don't pick it up day one, because it's broken, we can still three, four, five months later, go and still get that, those cosmetics if we want to. Um, You've obviously got to pay for the pass, you know, so if you wait, if there's a path for path pass per month. Yeah. Then you don't pick out for four months and it's eight quid a pass or whatever, and then mm. you're losing out on thirty six quid. Mm. No. Thirty two. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Don't ask me
0: to create um, maths, I won't. Uh, well,
1: <laughs> I know that Hall will be there in chat going, Oh,
0: it's quite um, top three percent of maths I was.
1: Yeah. Um see, so yeah, I think that's a good thing. I I liked that they're doing that. Um And as I say, it sounds like they've got a reasonable amount of content planned, which I like. Um, But, yeah, as I said before, I don't dislike the Battle Pass model. Um, It's just how achievable it is to get the stuff, how much XP you get, you know, and how much do I have to grind that Battle Pass to finish it before you reset it. Like Rocket League, for example, is done in a way that it's pretty easy to get that every month or every period i think they run that every three months it's pretty easy to get all the rewards in the past before it moves on to the next one call of duty if you play a lot of Warzone, you're gonna do it if you play a lot of multiplayer multiplayer it's a little bit longer to get it which is interesting yeah um but generally they still give you if you play enough again and you've got enough time um but i still find that a little bit tough um so it'll be interesting to see how long the pass runs, whether they give you credits to get the next one if you complete the pass um, and all that kind of good stuff. But, yeah, I think generally, you know, giving it out there to the masses and saying, here's a, you know, a top-selling IP for mm-hmm. nothing. Have a little go at the multiplayer if you want. Yeah. Um, and if you want these cosmetics are over here, I think that's not a bad little model. No, could make them absolute fortunes.
0: right. I want you to rank your interest levels for Vanguard, Battlefield, and Halo, one to yep. three. If we're asking you, as we record this, what's likely, what's top of the grid and what's middle and what's bottom of the grid?
1: Yeah, so bottom of the grid will be Vanguard. Oh,
0: he's um, had hands-on with that as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's part of the problem. I think once <laughs> you've, you've <laughs> played it... Yeah, once you've sampled I it. I mean, once you've sampled it, it takes a it takes away a bit of the hype. Mm. Saying that though, when I played the Halo 5 beta, I couldn't have been more excited no. um, for that game. Um, so it can work both ways. But yeah, I, I haven't been that enthused in, by the Vanguard 1 despite being in my favourite World War 2 setting. So yeah, I think that goes in at 3. And then it's 4. I, the, I think I'm more likely to play a lot of Battlefield as opposed to Halo. Yeah. So I'd probably say that Halo goes in second and then Battlefield at top. But I think it's it's not that it's quite tight because yeah. I've played Vanguard and it wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. Halo, there's a lot of question marks about it. And yeah. Battlefield again, it's been delayed. It's you know, so there's not really one clear cut front runner for, you know, Buzz of the Year. Yeah. Um, I think it's more a case of who blows it. Who's you know? It's like, who's just the worst of the bunch. And at the moment, unfortunately, it's Vanguard. Is
0: is there a chance that we check in with you early next year to talk about mm. another first person shooter episode? And all three of them have been purchased or played at some point.
1: Isn't Everything's it? possible. Everything's possible. <laughs> I mean, I don't rule it rule it out. I mean, I, I don't see a world in which I don't play Halo purely because it's free anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to play that. So it's going it to be tried, isn't it? it?
0: People are going to sample it and then minimum. Yeah.
1: Right. And I've I've always enjoyed playing Halo. It's weird. People are usually one or the other. They're either a Call of Duty or a Halo player. Mm-hmm. I'm predominantly Call of Duty, but I also really enjoy the mechanics of Halo, which I think is relatively unusual. So like um,
0: battlefield it sits in between them and goes right have a go at yeah this.
1: I, I mean generally give me a gun and i'll shoot it i think that's what i've always said i, I don't have any real huge preference about it um but yeah i mean i i, I i'm expecting to buy a battlefield unless for some reason there's something that really just makes me not but i've yeah. bought everyone since i don't know battlefield 3. i had yeah. battlefield hardline I, I i will buy that yeah um the question is will i end up buying Vanguard or not? And at the right. moment, the answer is no.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll keep people posted, keep them on so they're going to be interested. Don't get a lot of multiplayer, competitive, first person chat, so it's always appreciated to get your view because you kind of know what you're chatting about. Whereas always, me and Akins are speculating about things that we don't <laughs> even play. We're like, well, <laughs> sounds like it's alright. It's not until you speak to someone who's like, no, that's a real shit idea, and you're like, well, it sounded right to me. But um, I think we're going to call it to a close. We had we had other items on the docket, but we'll we'll do it another time. You know, we won't over extend you. You, know, you get tired easy. So once sort of Logan's hours up, he start his mind wanders. You you lose a bit of quality. But we'll be back with you to chat about. Well, if you get to play, if you know, the 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 Halo in flight kind of test mm. type thing is happening as we speak. It may have just finished. Depends when you're listening to this, but it's. You know, it's happening. Um, if you manage to get hands-on with that, I've seen the times. It's open at certain times competitively, which aren't mm. too kind to UK players. But maybe we'll get you on to chat about that, plus the other items we have, because um, we you to cover Battlefield and, and COD at that point. It would just be a focus on how Halo's playing. But, yeah, I think that I'll let you off the hook for this week. That's it. Sounds good. Excellent. Right. Those of you listening, if you've made it this far... Obviously, thank you, because there's a lot of waffle going on. Um, Logan loves to, the sound of his own voice. It's hard to keep him on a on it. We had three items. We got through one, really. Like the the first-person shooter thing was supposed to be one item, but I got engrossed in the conversation. I found it really interesting, because we've got those three all coming this year. It doesn't always happen like that. The last time I remember it being like this is when they had Battlefield, Call of Duty, and Titanfall 2, and yeah. Titanfall, two, Titanfall 2 got fucking crapped on because it got released like in between Battlefield and COD, like sandwiched between them. And that the sales. Was such a poor release. And a EA! EA publish yeah. it. Well, they, they've got Battlefield yeah. to be prats. I think we actually spoke about that on the podcast at Nauseam when, when that happened, so mm. find that in the archives. But thanks for listening. If you want to chuck us... Some tips or any money or financially support you can do patreon.com forward slash dimp digital where you can join the core community £2.50 or convert it to your local rate. As Patreon now do that, if you've got Twitch and you've got Amazon Prime, you can link those two accounts up and you can subscribe to twitch.tv slash dimp digital for free and get us half a beer out of that. So. You have to you have to keep re-upping it each month, but it's free to you, just one click of a button. So head over to twitch.tv slash dimpdigital if you want to do that. And as we always say, if you can't be bothered, don't want to, or ain't got the money, that's fine. Just having you here, sort of over an hour in, still listening to this this waffle of me stretching it out is uh, is enough for me. So we thank you for that. Anyway, nothing more for us to say here other than thanks for your time and ta i <laughs>